This is it. I'll fight Jake. Yes. That's how we make it. Bro, you could take him. 100%. 150%. With training. He's yes. a big boy. Don't matter. I'm sleeping Ben right now. Don't matter. In a boxing match, Ben, if you do hear that, obviously I know what you would do, like in an octagon or wrestling, but... It is impossible to anticipate where the two monsters which suddenly appeared in the Atomi area will attack next. If your power goes out, remain calm. Oh my God! one we're back we're back hello everyone and thank you so much for tuning in to episode 12 of the first hit podcast today is actually just me and dikembe um due to scheduling conflicts why'd you say had, it like that well these people are happy no they're not y'all happy um we we're here we're gonna deliver a show so we are gonna deliver a great show for you the show goes on we will be here every thursday the people come to hang out with us man yes they do unless something crazy happens but you don't unfortunately so. scheduling conflict couldn't have the guests we wanted on this week they will be here next week with that being said on today it's gonna be a little shorter of an episode since it's just me and deke talking shop i'm gonna touch base with what's going on out there right now uh touch base on ufos the jake paul knockout how it got the world upside down and mm. then breaking news we will touch base on the verdict of the Derek chauvin case breaking news as we sit here yes First thing first, though, Deke, what are we sipping on today, man? Man, today, <clears throat> as we prepare for the night, we are sipping on some uh, Ghost Gamer, uh, peach flavored, actually. What is Ghost Gamer? Well, Ghost Gamer is actually, is, well, people know pre-workout, right? Not everyone. So, well, well, pre-workout is basically a good caffeine supplement that you can take before doing a workout or, you know, a strenuous activity. It gives you a nice boost of energy. Now, Ghost Gamer, right, is kind of... It's a good caffeine supplement, but just a little bit lower, a little less crazy. A little right? less, lower You know, because when, you, when you're playing some games, you know, you might just want a little bit more focus, and this is what this brings for you. How's it working for you? Oh, dude, I'm ready to go. Do you Dialed? hear me? Dialed? I do. Do you hear me? Or I see it. Do you see me? And it's got cool packaging, too. Shout out to Ghost Shh. and Christian Guzman. That's it. That's it. Listen, man, we out here. Um, but yeah, I'm ready to go. I'm focused. Mm-hmm. Locked in. Um, we got some great topics to talk about today. We do. Um, what you sipping on over there, Bert? So I, so I actually picked this up. I, I'm gonna try to to try. I mean, it's gonna be very difficult. What is the name of them? Liquid Death. I'm going to try to try something new. At least 50 percent of the time they were on it. Um, hopefully every time. So this is. I've seen the can. It's crazy. It's got like a melting skull on it. It is sparkling water called Liquid Death. The sole goal is the infinitely recyclable can of stone cold sparkling water came from straight from the Austrian Alps to murder your thirst. It's pretty good. It's crisp. Mm. I bought canned water for this podcast. I have so many questions. And I'm going to be honest, it's pretty good. Sparkling water. I, I noticed a difference. Liquid death. Yeah, I enjoy the bubbles. Big soda guy. Liquid death um, with a skull, a flaming skull mm-hmm. on the can. You got a thing with skulls. I do. Huge thing yes. with skulls. Um, before we get started on our first topic, me and Dikembe, one, we have some good news for you. So, Deke, what what uh, what have you been working on regarding mm. the pod? Man, so, you know, we're trying to we're trying to grow, we're trying to get more people to listen each week. You know, we're trying to find more people like you guys who are currently listening. So and we really, really appreciate you all. Currently, you guys know we're on Apple. We're on Spotify every Thursday. But as of today, we are also listed on Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible and Stitcher. All right. And if there's any other uh, platforms out there that I'm forgetting or that you guys think would be good. Let me know. I'll go ahead and uh, get us set up. 
and and we did that the sole focus of the podcast obviously is growth right we want to move forward that's why that's we're it. bringing on the guests that we're bringing on is to get better and grow this and spread the word with that being said uh we are taking the time now since it's just me and the Kembe sitting here asking anyone who is listening to this right now please if you know anybody who you can introduce us to or who you think would be a great guest for me and Kemi to talk to and grow from that's the goal shoot us a text dm us on instagram comment on the posts on our instagram for the first sit podcast we would love it we'd love yeah. to meet the new people and and just get better man you know when i when i run into random people who may see me wearing you know the first sip uh, crew neck they'll ask me like oh what do you guys do you know i'm like oh two uh two individuals intellectually cur- intellectually curious yes you know we just always just searching for new information correct sometimes it can better our own lives sometimes it can better our perspective on things it's it's just interesting to see what conversation can do you know and i think being able to meet more and more people in that in that lane and who can continue to do that for us will just help everybody yes it will so if you know anyone specifically who wants to talk about aliens and further the conversation that we're about to dive into first it was i think it was it was what was it last week that it just spiked up that the navy confirmed the images well, that were coming well, out. When you say spiked up, you mean in the mainstream? Mainstream. Uh, it's always been out there. All right. So here we go. Okay. But yeah. this is the first it's time that images been have been confirmed. All right. A couple of y'all going to be re- like this. We, we should have this weekly, maybe. Tin hat hour. Tin hat. No. <laughs> we we should, because we're going to have like to put on our tin hat. Tin hat segment. Yeah, we're going to have to put on our tin hats for this next five minutes, okay? Because, um, bro, the, the, they finally let us know. But see, they, they kind of let us know. Kind of. Because the, the they've been investigating for years. They're unidentified. We don't know what they are. So it could just be, you know. Like, okay. Albert, let me take 10 steps back. That's what they did say. This is the United States Navy. Mm-hmm. This is the United States government. What we what can't we identify? I don't know, man. That's I don't, that's why I don't get why all the pictures are so shitty. Like you. What can't we have the stuff that can't be identified? <laughs> so if we're seeing stuff that we can't identify, then who's in charge of that? I don't know, man. I'm just asking the big brain questions here. Well, the, the the real big brain question is, was it real? Do you think that there's life out there to Kembe? You got to think about it, man. You're asking me. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. asking. You know what? Let's start off by also saying happy 420 to our fellow listeners for everybody <laughs> who's celebrating today. Yes. So this may be a very good topic for some of you. Do I think there's other life out there? 100%. Sometimes I think about, I'm like, dude, with all the other planets that we talk about, the size of the universe and all this stuff, is it kind of crazy to think that we are the only form of life out there? I don't think we are. It's huge. Right, like reverse it's it. Impossible. Like, 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 do we think that it's an entire universe? No. We're the only form of life. No. And I don't, I, I, we're probably in the, the vast majority that does not think we are alone. No shot. It's so big. Like when you, when you, like, I don't know, if you were to just Google online, like how far are we from... I don't know the nearest galaxy, and there's millions and millions of galaxies. The time, the, dis- it's the distance is via light year. So uh, yeah, exactly. You're traveling it's at literally light time. speed, right? You're basing it based like on time now. Eighty-seven thousand, like it, something miles per hour, like a second or something, something crazy. Whatever the stat is, someone's gonna message us and be like, "Wow, you guys aren't talking smart at all." But well, that's why we want to talk to whoever that is that's saying we're not that talking is smart. smart. Right? The universe is huge. We can't be the only two idiots here. Maybe there's a first sip podcast. In like another world, like another world, like mm-hmm. what they do in like Spider Man, like World Two, mm-hmm. like World Three, that kind of stuff. Yeah, there's like an there's another Albert and Dikembe, but like they're switched. Like I'm white, you black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're white. You're Damn. white. I'm black, but I'm still the same, same height. Oh, oh no. Mm-hmm. 
You're I like, don't want to. I don't want to know that world. I don't want to know that world. <laughs> God, let's stay in this world. As weird as this world is, you know, we can deal with this. Speaking of weird stuff that's going on in the world, all right, guys. Ten hat hour. Actually, ten hat hour might still be on. Still on, bro. Jake. Jake Paul. He, he's still doing this. He's not, dude. He's not still doing this. He has done this. Bro, generate $65 million he did. off of that fight. And he had a, like a 10-hour pay-per-view. He had Justin Bieber, Doja Cat, Snoop. I heard Jack Harlow. Like, he was there, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody. Addison. What's her name? Addison Ray. You would know that. You like TikTok. I honestly... Um, we got an episode coming up in the future about that. TikTok? That's, yo, we might be getting old. But yeah, I'm going to loop that in, actually, at the end of this out. whole Jake Paul stuff. Because mm-hmm. this is a part of that. Yeah. But, um, dude, how is he doing this? Is he a YouTuber who fights? No. Or is he a fighter... On YouTube, so so I think that I think that it's time, right? I think this last fight was was put him on the cusp of all right. That it was annoying. I, I think Ben Askren definitely let people down in the sense you that think? yeah, in in the sense that listen, everyone, the, the fighters in the UFC Bellator, one FC, the the organizations that he was a champion and he competed in are the top of the world. They are black belts in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. They are state and collegiate champions in wrestling they are black belts in taekwondo karate these are the best people in the world you see them in the street they will kill you straight up yep, yep. ben Askren is one of them if it was a real fight he would have killed jake paul would have took him down bounced his head off the ground but jake paul dude was so strategic this is how smart this guy is he says i'm gonna pick a guy who was a world champion years ago like six years ago mm-hmm. in fighting organizations who has a crazy record mm-hmm. he's known as like this prolific fighter who just had a hip replacement seven months ago, mm-hmm. has the worst hands in all of fighting, and is smart and can speak. So I, Jake okay. Paul, I'm going to pick this dude who talks shit. He has a podcast, and I'm going to fight him, and I'm going to knock him the fuck out. And, yep. he, and he did. He said, I'm going to retire him. I'm going to retire him. And he, and he actually did it. He picked, dude, they, the Paul brothers, are so strategic. He picked the pluck, the perfect person to fight and now you look on the internet you look on twitter dude the amount of people now calling this guy out Mm -hmm. it's it's honestly connor-esque how many people are calling him out bro but i mean you see this is why we always bring it to the people first we were saying this 12 weeks ago we were right episode one we were saying we did talk about we're talking about him again he's working 12 weeks down the road that we're like hey this man's got something he knows how to get attention he knows how to get the people going. It's per- dude. It's crazy. Well, he knows, and yeah, and he knows how to make money and That's promote. It. He is he's a genius. Promotion is crazy. Self promotion. Yes. Just the two videos we were watching before this, right? The podcast that they just posted on YouTube two hours ago. Impulsive, like him just sitting there, just looking back on it, like, yeah, man, um, I'm rich. Yeah, he's so rich. Here we are. I just keep making money. Who's next? Right. So, and and that's the thing is the the who's next is huge because now, right, we're in the age where you, you're you're only a cool toy for ten seconds, and if you don't keep being a cool toy, you get tossed to the side. You gotta keep him locked in. Right. So his next fight is the tell all be all. It's where he either like explodes well, to, saw, to uh, ultimate uh, yeah. superstardom. Or it's just the end. Where and if it's the end, whatever, dude. He probably made like two hundred million dollars. Did you see uh, Tyron Woodley uh, calling him out? He was like, "Yeah, that would be great," but he would never accept a no a, a fight against me. Absolutely not, and he shouldn't. Tyron will kill him. I mean, he, he Tyron you know, will me, kill him. Let me not say nothing. I'm just saying, you know, the past couple fights. Yeah, yeah. Tyron's on a skid. I was rooting. I was rooting for you. I was rooting for you. Okay, and you kind of let me down. I'm just saying. Tyron's you know, on a fan, skid. 
I need you to come back with a W. I need you to come back with a W, okay? I don't think he's going to fight Tyron. I think he's going to pick another, a he bigger can't. name. Like, Actually, let me not say he can't because I, I have no to, idea who he's I might have pick. to retract this statement in a future podcast, so. No, dude, I, I, Tyron will kill him. And, and, dude, Jake's a big guy. Like, Jake, walk, Jake walked in the ring at 190. He's a big dude. That's what I'm saying. Ben Askren used to fight at 170, 165. Like, he... They wrestled at 165. Ben Askren had to gain weight, which yeah. is why if you, you saw the image of him yeah. at YNs. Yeah, he looked like a couple people, you know, five months into the pandemic. I'm just saying. Well, yeah. I ain't named no names, but He had yeah. the COVID-19 on. It, for real, for real. Yeah, he was rocking the COVID-19. Yep. I saw a meme on, <laughs> online, and it was like, Ben Askren is what your fridge sees at 3 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> like when he went and stood up on the scale, he was just standing there just smirking like, Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that wasn't great. But like, I'm just happy to be here. Honestly, t- talking about Jake Paul, I I truly think that now it's time. Like, all right, man, we see that you can move around a little bit, but let's see you fight somebody real. And if he fights somebody real and wins, we're gonna have a problem. Who would you want to see? That's a who's great in that weight class? Because I heard people saying like, that's another part of it for me too. I was um I think I was saying this to you. Where I was like, bro, I, I get it for like, you know, real fans of like boxing, UFC, MMA, just fighting in general. For, but for people who don't know, bro, this is great content. This is great stuff to talk about. This is exciting. Absolutely. They don't even know who Jake Paul should call out next. Yeah. That's the interesting thing to me. Yeah. I mean, he can, dude, he could pick whoever he wants. So, so from he, your perspective, right? That Who would you want to see him fight? So whoever he does choose, I'll, I'll tell you who I do want to see him fight. Whoever he does choose, Deontay it's a, Wilder. It's a, no. It's an yes. he would never do that. Whoever he does choose, it is an upgrade for him because Ben Askren made more money in this fight than he did in his entire tenure in the UFC, yes. and then he probably did in almost all of his fights in one UFC. I mean, I don't know. He said he made over a million. That's the thing. Like that's like you're getting paid. That bro. level of control is crazy. If you're in the MMA, and that's why everyone's barking at him. Who cares? Exactly. I would like to see him. I, I do like the idea of a crossover, though, because it kind of levels the playing field. Okay. He's, he's not going to fight a boxer. He's just not going to do it. And maybe if he keeps winning, all right, maybe the guy's legit, but he's huge. Like, he'd be fighting big boxers. Like, like I'm talking, like, Canelo's size. And Canelo would be smaller than him. Okay. And Canelo would, would actually Ooh, murder him. What weight class is Javante uh, wrestle at? Or wrestle box at? Uh, uh, I think he's, like, in the 140. He's He's lighter tank yeah he's lighter he's like one probably 145 i would assume he's he's around all those amazing fighters Bro, Ryan Garcia, Errol Spence, like Terrence fight like Crawford. That, but even in the, in the weight class i don't even think it would matter for them they would never entertain that yet now but maybe the they would do that the attention never would be crazy yeah you don't think somebody like ryan garcia would earn i feel like he is that kind mm, i feel like he would ryan. like that kind of buzz depends it, if, if jake paul wins if jake paul fights someone who is known to have good hands next which mm-hmm. he's gonna so mm-hmm. say he like, I would like to see him fight, like, a, a Dustin Poirier. They're the same okay. size. Dustin can box. Okay. Or even, honestly, mm-hmm. dude, if, if Connor loses again, maybe Connor pops over and says, yeah, I'll fight this kid if for 50 million and kill this kid. I mean, from my perspective, once again, somebody who doesn't really know, who just knows Connor from his uh, his excitement side, I think he would need something like that over the next few years to keep him going. Because right now, on the outside looking in, it doesn't seem like he's much of anything to still talk about well i mean he's got the trilogy so he has his third fight booked with dustin mm-hmm. july 10th <clears throat> and i mean i could talk about this stuff all day but yeah he's been tweeting and, and like he's he's fired back up again mm-hmm. we'll see this this definitely this next fight with connor That's like his last fight thing. like connor's last fight i feel like was it was such like a cooling off point it was kind of like uh damn yeah I, I like get- this was another l and it's like and once again it was such a passive l 
where it was like he didn't even seem like upset or like just like it was kind of just like all right yeah the light the light kicks just shocked him yeah and i was like, like is, is that connor down. like energy excitement gone i like that persona i think he had to lose Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. maybe I he'll mean, come back, and mm-hmm. he, he might sleep dust. But I think, honestly, dude, the both of those two men are fighting for obviously a world title. Connor doesn't need money. Dustin doesn't really need money either. He still he makes a lot in his okay. fights. But dude, you fight Jake Paul before Jake Paul before Connor lost. Mm-hmm. Jake was calling out Connor, and he was offering him yeah. fifty million dollars. Think and, about what it would be at now. Well, well, now, well, after Connor lost, he like called him, like offered him ten thousand. It was crazy. Damn. He was just making fun of him. Yeah, it was a bummer. Um, but and final and, offer. So as soon as he said that to fifty million, supposedly Connor's team reached out to him and was like, "Show proof of funds." Mm. Sent it. The Paul brothers have money. Yeah, like this kid is. He has money. Yes. He has world champion money to train and people backing him with money. Oh like, yeah, he has investors. People want to see him continue to do what Which he's is doing. Crazy because he's such an idiot. Like that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You think you think we got to line up a fight? I'll fight somebody right now. Somebody give us a million dollars. A hundred percent. Put me in a ring with anybody. Yeah, absolutely. Who do you think I could take out? Not it professionally. Yeah. Literally no one. Yeah. <laughs> literally, literally no. Ben Askren. Y'all need better hype, man. You train for like six months though. You you might be able to take Ben Askren. Oh, easy money. Line it up, Bert. Set it up. He's slow, bro. Here we go. Okay, people, coming uh summer twenty twenty two. Dikembe Smith uh boxing. Bro, that's what we gotta do. We blow up first sip. This is it. I'll fight Jake. Yes. That's how we make it. Bro, you could take him. Hundred percent. One hundred and fifty percent. With training. He's yes. a big boy. Don't matter. I'm sleeping Ben right now. Don't matter. Ben, I'm putting Ben to sleep right now. You know, we got a secret weapon. In a, in a boxing match, Ben, if you do hear that, obviously I know what you would do, like in an octagon or wrestling, but boxing match, bro. They don't got I'm nothing confident. on us. Um, they so, don't got nothing on us, man. No, they don't. Um, but speaking in, in a more serious tone and... Something that we do got. Something that we do got. If we got some breaking news, what happened? We got the verdict. What's the verdict, Deke? And they came out with it. Guilty, guilty, guilty. <laughs> Across the board. Three strikes. Go to jail. Do not pass go. Do not collect 200. Go straight to jail. He is. That's what they said. Judge said, no, you ain't going home. I don't think he, I don't think the judge said that. The judge said I, I was watching it. The judge <laughs> said, "Hey, you ain't going home. You know where you going? Go to jail. <laughs> get in, get that. in the back." They didn't say that, bro. Yeah. But this is a big thing. This was a big deal, bro. Yeah. In all seriousness, this was this was huge. This was huge. I think that, um, and and I was saying this to you before we uh, we started on the air. My stance before the verdict, because the whole world was gearing up. Yeah. For this verdict, which is a crazy thing to imagine the entire the entire United States, our world, gearing up for a verdict is a crazy thing, mm-hmm. right? In my opinion, I was sitting there and and I had said out loud audibly, if he is found not guilty, I would be upset with individuals who are riding mm-hmm. because that is showing a lack in, in faith. Like this is one of the most under the microscope trials mm-hmm. we have seen in our lifetime. Yeah. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. All eyes are on this. It needs to be flawless, right? Mm-hmm. The, the verdict is important. Yeah. Now that he is found guilty, I think that that the individuals who are on the side of oh you can't riot if he's found not guilty. Well, guess what? You can't be upset that he was found guilty. In my opinion, if it was a clean trial mm-hmm. and everything was done by the book, and it, it had to have been mm-hmm. under the level of transparency and scrutiny that this was facing, guess what, man? He got a guilty charge. Yeah, and he's I've- going to jail. He did something wrong. And take take <clears throat> exactly what you said there, right? And 
put yourself in the shoes of someone maybe who has had to see different trials being presented to a jury. Everything is being presented clear as day. But and what once again, what she would what anyone would consider like, no, this is this is this is murder. You know, this is aggression. This is abuse. This is over aggression. What else do you need to see? You know, it's on video now. You have witnesses. You have documented evidence. But still, you find a way to come up with not guilty or a hung jury or people can't come to a consensus because that's that's also a part of it, too, that sometimes upsets. Not sometimes, but that always upset because this is once again, this is such a pivotal thing. It's a big moment because this does not happen. We've seen so many cases, bro. Think about it since we've been out of high school. We've seen so many cases that have been presented in 30 different ways, so many different situations, and they've all ended up with the same, the same exact result, not guilty across the board, right? Whether it be murders not related to police with Trayvon Martin, you know, and George Zimmerman, you know, kid walking down the street with, with Skittles, you know, and him saying, being able to say like, oh, I thought he was reaching for a gun, so I had to, you know, self-defense. Then you come to find out, no, you had a whole moment. Nobody, they told you not to follow him. Like, what do you mean? There's a whole recording of them saying, stop following. And then here you go doing exactly. And now you get into this, to this situation where this kid is now dead. No, not guilty. Go ahead, live your life. That family now has to deal with what just happened with our justice system. Yeah. What happened with <clears throat> trusting in the system and presenting evidence, having the evidence, we're hearing this. You have witnesses, people who are corroborating story, and we're still coming out with a, well, we all can't agree on whether or not he was guilty. Because sometimes it's as simple as that. It's not whether some like every. It's just we all can't agree. Right. Well, I don't. I mean, that in, in the utopian society, we always all will agree, right? It's never yeah. going to happen. It's impossible. No. There's always going to be someone that is upset. Of course. Period. Yeah. Um, and just like you said, it's it, on. There's always going to be that side or, or that subgroup of the side that's going to be extremely upset, right? And there's no rational speaking to 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 either side about that, which is unfortunate. Because yeah, and. The thing that we talked about, too, before this is that there's so many like past experience and past stories that we don't know about because people either don't share them or we don't come into contact with these stories. And before we sit down and try to say, like, why is it that, you know, this is so upsetting for you or why you're so passionate about this? We sit there and put our own perspective in front of somebody else's right and say, you shouldn't be upset because of X, Y and Z. Once it's it's like we've all been in a relationship. We've all dated. You're married. If your wife came to you, if Alex came to you and said, this is why I'm upset, blah, blah, blah. And you looked at her and said, you shouldn't be upset about that. Well, yeah, it wouldn't go well. But imagine you told her that for the next 20 years of your relationship. No, that, that's actually a good point. And the thing is, there are people that's who are in relationships who have been in marriages like that for years and years who deal with that all the time. And then what happens to them? It does not end well. But yeah, that's a good analogy. That was articulate. You know, and I wonder, it's like, how do we, is it sometimes like just coming off our own pedestal and saying like, let me really hear what the hell is going on with this other, this other side, right? Because I really don't know. Some people are going to sit here and listen and they'll be like, Kimba, what are you talking about, man? You grew up in the Bokinus, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, yeah, you guys may know me as a black person, right? You may know what my life is now. How many black people do you know who live in inner cities who have to deal with the problems that they're talking about that you see on the news or that your favorite social media platforms wants to call out and say like, oh, blah, blah, blah is going on there. How many of you guys actually talk to people who deal with that on a daily basis? Or are you just pulling your perspective off of a news, a news platform in the same mainstream media that we also like to say we hate? Because we love it when they're showing us something that we can agree with. But when they're yeah. not, oh, look at how the media is doing this. And I had to come to grips with that, right? You know me. I'll sit and watch news all day and listen to it. Yeah. And I had to realize, like, yo, at a certain point, your confirmation bias is really skewing what the hell you're thinking. Yes. 
And like you said, how do we get through that? I don't know how we get through people's confirmation bias. I, I mean, no, obviously that's that's a crazy difficult like subject matter to yeah. talk about confirmation bias. Mm-hmm. And, but that, that was what I was just like articulating and bringing mm-hmm. up to you. As an individual who was sitting there and stands true and proud and super faithful in our law enforcement and yeah. in our justice system, 100% back them, yep. support them, you can't sit there and be like and be upset with this verdict because you are an individual who touts them and supports them and when there were non-guilty verdicts in the past that you addressed yeah i didn't bat an eye not to be insensitive or but in my mind it was okay they went through the justice system and this happened now yeah was that wrong exactly when you look at it from an operational standpoint right Mm -hmm. like that's sometimes and it's hard because that's i guess the i don't know what what the word is for that right the psychological side of it where you have to remove yourself from the actual issue right you have to like almost detach yourself from the problem and look at it almost from like an alien perspective right sometimes i'm chilling with you and i'll be like dude look at this from like an alien perspective like you were an alien coming to earth right we're back to ufos again right and you were looking at like these communities in the u.s and saying like what is it that they're fighting over oh bro if you were an alien you came to earth damn you think they'd be like like damn these dudes are idiots now they would have attacked us by now yes literally yes these guys are idiots right like i said maybe because at a certain point it's like what you talked about a utopia, right? And all these things. We can sit here. We have very different backgrounds. Sure. Right? Kind of. Yeah. Cuban, I mean. Oh, you're saying you, eth- like yeah. ethnically. Yeah, of course. That's what I'm talking about. Culturally, right? Yeah. Even think about like if you go with your family, you're going to do different things. Talk about different things. When sure. I'm with my family, I talk about and do different things. At the end of the day, we're sitting here across the table and having a conversation that many people will never have in their lives. Yes. That's, yes. With, with the level of depth that is needed to be had. Right, right? and this isn't even a, a really a deep conversation no, due but to the because, timing. But. And we've also had this conversation oh, for years and years. Now. We've been friends 15 years plus. Damn. Right? Right. And so when you think about that also, it's like, how do you maintain that? My dad has best friends from Guyana, right? Like who he's grown up with since he's been our age. Do you think they see eye to eye on every political thing? No, of, of, course. Of, of course not. But at a certain point, it's like, okay, what is the, we talked about this with Twig, it's like, where's the opportunity to move forward as a, as a collective unit? I think this might happen yes. if, if it is handled properly yes. by leadership. Yes. And that's once, I mean, we can, quote you can't it, have, we can quote to it again, right? Where he was like, this is a time where we need to see leaders within our own communities, like, and within their own groups, like people, once again, we go back to people who are listening. You have people in your own circle, who in your own family, who are going to be saying wild stuff today over the next few years, who you probably heard say wild stuff in the past, whether it would be around policing, whether it be around homophobia, whether it be around you liking a certain type of music, whatever it is, whatever, you know any, what I mean? Like, yeah. and just being able to sit here and just like stand up and say like, no, like at a certain point we have to like try to identify where our morals lie, what type of country we want moving forward. Right. If we are trying to move forward together, because if not, people then got to be ready for a war. And that's, just, that's the, I don't think people are ready for No, people like to talk, talk until it's time to fight. Yeah. And there's definitely not going to be a and time nobody, to fight. We're America. No, well, I mean, once again, people like to yeah. get to the boiling point and then it's like, oh damn, we actually have to do this now, which wouldn't happen. I, I would hope not. Well, I mean, everybody's got a plan until they get punched in the face, right? But but yeah, we, we I think now the the this is a pivotal moment. The verdict is out that now now's the time to harp on unity and progression, right? Moving forward yeah. and advancing and and I mean, we all know how I feel, well at least people who know me know how I feel about the like mm-hmm. defund police thing, no police thing, 100% against that. I just, I think extra training, right? I mean, I think that's Preparing an interesting thing that they're talking about today too because they they were they were talking about that after the verdict was was read right they were saying listen guys if we want to avoid some of the things that once again 
situations where George Floyd is getting killed like that, situations where cities are being burnt down. We have to have a serious conversation about reform. And reform does not mean stripping the money from the same people you will call if your cousin or brother or mother is murdered. Exactly. Because that is the thing that I was talking about this before with you. Like, I've told you stories about, like, my family has dealt with gun violence, people being killed, right? My uncle, who came and fixed our, our attic, right, in the, in the Poconos, went back to Brooklyn, was shot sitting on his front on his front steps. Nobody ever solved it. You think they ever figured? Nope. Right. And that's what I'm talking about. Right? No, not a cop. But it's just like when you think about like, yo, this stuff Mm. is real. Right. Are you willing to have a real conversation? Are we willing to move forward? Are we willing to find the opportunity now? Right. Well, and I hope so. And and it needs to start with leadership right there. There the leaders in communities, leaders, honestly, even friends having conversations like we are having right now. um, But not people like your girl. Maxine, no. I mean, once again, that's like that's how can I mean? You can't be doing what she's doing. It's hard to control everything, but it, it comes back to leadership because you're going to have. There's always going to be the loudest man in the barbershop. Yeah, that's and, how I like. To she has a voice, right? so she. We, we always we can't be having that. And what did I say the past four years? Right, because y'all know how I feel about Trump. Yeah, I was sitting. I was like, listen, man. Sometimes it's not that the message ain't. It's not that the idea or whatever it is we talking about is the problem. It's the person delivering the message and the way they're going about delivering it, their body language, their tone. Oh, for sure. The speaking is, what do they say, like 10 or 5% the actual words that are coming out of your mouth? 50 or 45% of it is actual body language and then tone, right? Delivery. A lot of it is much more <clears throat> than yes. So when you're going about and actually saying these things, it's like, yo, people are going to look at this and they're going to get riled up or they're going to stay calm or they're going to take their next action and base it off, or they're going to base their next action off of what you're saying. Things like that we can't have in moments like this where it's like, okay, you know, we're going through a trial midway through and you're saying things that are going to get people riled up even more that could potentially get this case like thrown out if they find a way to do that. Because if you're also saying you don't trust the system, then listen, we need to be as prepared as as ever to to present your case and do it clearly so you can win. Right. We don't have an opportunity to to let simple stuff like that just 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 let us crumble. Right. Because. You just don't have time. We're better than that. Yes, yes. we don't have time to right. do this again. We're better than, and and I, I I truly hope we don't do this again. And I and I think that it's going to happen again. Of course, we're going through it right now. The past two weeks, once again. Right, but yeah, right, of, like, cor- of, of course, of course. Think about that, and like that's once again, that's a whole another. But there's a, but there's segment. also yeah, that's another segment. Mm-hmm. But but there's also we're also in an age of rapid media. Yes, and have we're you in an seen age of the attention results? grabbing. Have you seen the results ever since? No. Right. So the cop in Virginia, right, who was pepper spraying the lieutenant, right, when they pulled him over and he was trying to get to like like what I do, like when I called you and told you I was pulled over. Right. right? I pulled up, pulled into a gas station, make sure, you know, that I'm in a lit area or I pull off to the side of the road somewhere that's lit. So I'm not sitting in the dark or literally in the middle of the road. Right. What do they do? Pull out guns drawn. Get out the blah, 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 get out the car. He's like, what is going on? This is not to you. This is no, no, no. This is the story that happened in Virginia. I don't know if you watched the video I sent. I did not. Where these cops pull up on them, right, for a routine traffic stop because they said that they couldn't see the license plate um, posted inside the inside the uh, the back window there, right? He had it was a new car, so he had the temporary tags okay. on there. As the cop is walking up, you can see on his body cam that you can see that in the window. So once again, it kind of defeats the story there, saying that he can't see that. So, but I guess walking up to a car is different than being behind it driving. Yes, right. So, playing devil's advocate, and that's yes, of course, and that's where you go into presenting the evidence. You now, see where things it's very hard sitting next to me as you would twenty feet behind me. Exactly right. So now they're going to say like, okay, even when you got up to the vehicle and realized, bro, this dude is like, 
this is a lieutenant in the military. Like what, like, what do you think is happening? He's talking to you very rationally, staying calm. You're telling him now he's the reason he, this situation is escalating. You have guns drawn in his face. Albert, you tell me how I should react if somebody's pulling up to my car with guns drawn to my face and you know me like the back of your hand. Yeah, I, I mean, ask yourself what the hell could Dikembe have done to have that happen? I don't. I doubt that wouldn't happen to you, honestly. I truly, I truly. You hope, hope so. Yeah, I, I do hope so. And and but again, I have an optimistic and faith behind the badge. And but those I, three times I've called you when I've been pulled over in the three past two years. Yes. What you always ask me why? And I was like, bro, you don't know. I've been let off with with. Okay, thank you. But you also did handle it very well, though. You have to speak on what you did well. And every time and I've asked them, I'm like, I'm like, why? You were cooperative. Yeah. You were, I mean, you always, you always speak well, but yeah, you were cooperative. You were calm. And it goes and back you weren't to my doing thing, anything wrong. It goes back to my thing about does everybody have to be me? I think everybody, I, not, not, I don't think everyone should strive to be you, but I do think. Does everybody have to speak with the level of clarity that I try to speak with when I get in situations like that? You should try. But what if you don't? I have. I've also of course, tr- like we have. Don't. We have a different level of education. We have a different level of understanding of how to carry ourselves in situations like that. We have a different le- level of understanding of how to deal with people who are in authoritative positions. But that comes from I would, life experiences, experiences, and problems. And, and once again, and put parents. yourself in a situation. Imagine you're 13 years old, and the first time you experience a cop in your community is when he's pushing your friend up against the wall and saying, "I'm searching you right now," and you're like, "For what?" I can't imagine that. Think about when that time we were at Temple, right? And me and AJ were walking back to the train. I don't know if you remember this. And cops pulled up on us because they said they were looking for a black guy with the plaid shirt. And AJ had to step up and say, like, we're leaving a party. We're heading back to St. Joe's. We didn't rob any store. They were like, no, he's with another guy. We're looking. You have your ID on. He's like, he was with me the whole I'm sitting, bro. Flashlights pulled up. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? But maybe the guy with the plaid shirt did something wrong. Of course. Of course. But once again, in my perspective, bro, I'm scared. And that's the thing that I, I need people that. to understand. It's like, we're not talking about the situation at hand. We're more so talking about why do so many people like me have to be put in situations like that? And it is a greater conversation because, yes, there's yes. a lot of crime. There's a lot of stuff that goes on in these inner cities. Right. There are. You have and there's to also a lot of there. people who fall victim to just being a bystander to that. And we, and Which that's, is unfortunate. That's the problem. Yes. When we look at somebody's killing, sometimes it's like, bro, that's not the one that we're trying to talk about. Just like the other day, I was telling, we were talking about the crime right here in Philly. Philadelphia has had 151 murders this year already. Yes. Right? And that's something that black people are protesting every day in Philadelphia now about that. People will say, oh, the media is not put, but I know it's happening. I'm talking to people about it. We talked about uh, Representative Amin Brown, right, in West Philly, who is working on these things. Like, this stuff is happening, right? But nobody's talking about it on, on, a, on a big level. Well, this is what I, and this is what I'm saying. This is yes. the, the media is, is sometimes, and, and I, I agree, I understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I don't understand you or hear mm-hmm. you, but you all, but the, the media also gaslights instances like this. No one's perfect. It's their job. They make and money if, off of it. There's a hundred, if there's a hundred cops in the mm-hmm. field, it, it's, it would be very odd and, and it would be, I mean, naive to think mm-hmm. that all 100 are going to be perfect 100% of the time. Of course. Now it's very unfortunate mm-hmm. if they make a mistake because sometimes the mistake may cost someone's life. Yes. But Another problem is that the mistake gets gaslit by the media yes. and then sheds a bad light on everyone. And once again, that's where a problem. If, if we have to ask ourselves, how do we stop that? So how do we stop that from happening 20 years from now? I is have no it, idea. Is it, I think neither do you. I think it's because we continue to not have a genuine understanding of what we're talking about. Which so is, it's like when I talk about sports. Yeah, you don't know what you're talking about. I'll just spitball and talk about like, I'm like, yo, when Michael Vick, what, when he's suing up, <laughs> who he's suing up for next season, right? Yeah. I'm like, Megatron, he's still with the, he's still with the Lions. Like, mm-hmm. yo, we, we doing this? Mm-hmm. Who should I draft? Yep. There's reasons I don't speak about certain things or try to engage because I really don't know. 
But if I tried now making political decisions, if I tried now choosing political leaders who are now saying they're going to solve problems I don't understand, where does that lead us 20 years from now? If I start choosing or backing people on mainstream media or different social media platforms and saying, well, that sounds kind of like what I agree with, but I don't really understand it. How different is that than somebody who latches on to a bad diet and then messes themselves up for the next 10 years of their lives? Right. But you wouldn't do that. Because you would hope that people would educate themselves to a point. Agreed. But that's hard. Okay. Well, sorry, man. Take the road less traveled. I don't feel bad for you. Right. Neither do I. And that's why. And and there are instances. That's what I'm saying is that. And I applaud you. Right. You handle yourself. And and I've been pulled over for speeding multiple times now. Obviously, Mm -hmm. I'm not black. And, and I, I would hope that that doesn't make a difference, but it is what it is. Mm-hmm. If you act respectfully and act accordingly, as I was raised, as you were raised, clearly, because yep. you've called me multiple times with being pulled over, leaving my house yep. for no reason. But guess what? Nothing happened to you. Yeah, exactly. We would. I mean, this is a message that would hopefully transcend. Like, mm-hmm. yo, why don't you just follow the rules, dude? But I get what you're and also And that's like saying. that's like one side of it, right? And then there's the other side where it, And that is one side, well, yeah, correct. Exactly. That's and half I, the side. And that's why I love having these conversations because once again, the other side there's gonna be people who say, like, bro, what about the kids who did follow every rule? Trayvon Martin went out for a bag of Skittles. Yeah, I yes. Dead. Because neighborhood watch thought he was up to something. Last year, Ahmaud Arbery was jogging. Was that wait? I don't yes. know that story where he was running around and the two the two guys like pulled up on him because they thought he was stealing something from a local house. Was it? What, because and was, I'm not questioning you or like he was questioning the story the at video, all. There was a video of him no walking disclaimer. through like an open construction zone. Right. And he was like walking through like the they were like halfway built houses and he was like walking through them. And people were like, oh, well, we thought he was up to no good. So we started following him in the truck. Next thing you know, they're like cornering him in the middle road. Like imagine this is like one of our developments back in the Poconos. And somebody pulls up, like, literally imagine I'm pulling out from around your corner at your house, like, jogging, and a truck pulls up behind me, and they hop out and try to stop me from just, like, jogging down the road. Didn't he, and, and this was just what I saw, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. Wasn't wasn't it under suspicion or, like, heavy suspicion that mm-hmm. he was stealing? And they, was he jogging he, he in, like, jeans? He wasn't carrying anything, right? Because... Right. I know, I'm, I'm being, yeah. I'm, all, again, being yeah, and that's, but No, no, but, like, no, this is, you're bringing up the exact points that people were bringing out then, right? right? And that's what was being put forth. People were saying, like, oh, well, he was running through this building, or who runs in jean shorts, blah, 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 and I'm like, Which bro, is true, no one I know people go to LA Fitness and work out in Tim's. That's very true. Right? That's super I, true. I know nurses who will go in there and work out in scrubs, and then run back, you know, down the road, and it's like, should they be stopped by Neighborhood Watch and then shot and killed because you had a suspicion? How do we start... I don't know. Like, how do you start justifying, like, who has the right to say, like, no, I felt like my community was in danger based on X, Y, and Z. So I then found the right to take his life. And not because he was threatening you. He was actively running away. And you followed him, not with one car, but two cars. I I just don't know. You know, and it's it'll be interesting to move forward, you know, and see how we continue to have these conversations. Because once again, we're in the middle of it again. Right with Dante Wright and the officer who said, "I thought I pulled out my taser." That was a crazy story, but that's if, another one that we we have to let develop. If a doctor develop. was delivering someone's baby and said, oh, "Damn, I thought I grabbed this," and said, "I grabbed this," and I cut you open, and I'm sorry you bled out. Well, it'd be a crazy lawsuit, but nobody. Yes, exactly. No one would hear about it. But it would, it would be, be a crazy. lawsuit. The, that doctor would lose his job, potentially be in very big trouble. Yes. If I sit there at the bank and I, as simple as I leave my keys sitting around. Right. And a, and a client picks it up and walks out the store. I lose my job tomorrow. Yes. Right. So maybe it's not everybody goes to prison, but it's like accountability has to start somewhere. Agreed. But th- but yeah, I would I would assume that that's a uniform message, which 
and and you know to round this off yeah. before we get to our content recs of the week <clears throat> i think that it was an interesting i think we're gonna have to touch back on it regarding the verdict and and just highlight the fact that we're me and you are both rooting for progression and just moving forward in unity as always as we're always rooting for 100 percent, man and once again like over the like I like to talk about it from the perspective of when we left high school, because that's like when we hit the real world. And it's looking back on those cases that have happened since then and how the conversation, the narrative, the I'll call it unity. Like, I feel like there is a lot more people who I would have never heard even talking about these things, talking about them now. And that will continue to give me hope. There you go. Well, that's right? a like, great thing. I'm too much of an optimistic person to sit here and just be negative for the rest of my life. I'm 27, bro. I ain't going to be negative. Like, and trust me, I'll run into kids who are my age. Who are who don't have any hope for the future, and that's a very sad, that's sad terrible. life to live. And well, that should change. And it's and it's, but once they need to hopefully meet people like me and you, people who are more optimistic, who are trying to strive for something better, and showing them ways to get to a better life. Because it's one thing to just talk about it with the fluff; it's another way to actually show people how to get there. Agreed. And to show them that you're willing to work and, and put in the work to get there. Yeah, and so and have conversations. I mean, look where conversations got you, bro. That's what I'm saying. You happy? This. I based 100% where I'm at right now in life based on conversations. As you should, the majority of it. No college degree. A lot of it, hard work. No college. That's it. Conversations and hard work. Talking, asking the questions that need to be asked, asking the tough questions, right? Having the tough conversation because that's what moves you forward. And having a loving foundation. Your parents, you got got a loving family, which is, which is, again, there's Man, we might have to have Twig back on because, you know, he he has some gems that he quoted. One thing that I love that I pulled from his episode when he was like, man, it, it, it starts with love and it ends with love. Yeah, that was crazy when he said that. that was, he expressed bruh, the softness, man. He hit that. He was well, he's always he been like that. He's always too, been right? like that. He's had that, like, that, that. that's what I mean, though. You need that side of you that's, like, it's a genuine love that you don't have to talk about and make it fluffy. It's like people know. Yes. And once people know that, it's much easier to move forward. Yes. Yeah. We really peeled back the onion there, bro. Look at that. We did it. What's your content wreck of the week, man? Ah, man, and, I knew and it was there. And it was something nice for everybody. Bro, I, I think I'm really a big fan of this, like, paranormal stuff. We've been going back to, like, the UFO stuff, right? I started a show on uh, HBO Max called The Nevers. Have you watched it? No. Bro, The Nevers is insane. Okay, so um, basically, I'm only in episode two, but... The Nevers, N-E-V-E-R-S? The Nevers. Okay. Yes, The Nevers. Um, basically these group of people, um, that are now called touched, right? They're the touched. They start getting these different abilities, right? Some people are very bad. Some people have great abilities. Like what? Like, like superhuman strength, superhuman speed, super strength. You might have the ability to like shoot fire out your hands. You might have the ability. So I would like this one girl. Oh my prudence, prudence, dude. She, or yeah, her, she has the ability to literally see where electricity travels. And where it's moving through, right? That's so she's cool. an inventor. Damn. So she knows how to put different things together. And this is like set in past times, right? Where there's still like uh, horse buggy, like wagons and stuff like that, right? Carriages. She invents a car that pops out of the, the, the back of the horse buggy. I'm like, what is going on here? You'll love it. 100%. You got to check it out. Sounds like I love it. We still have no idea how these people got their powers. Okay. Right? I don't even want to tell you about the whole society of them that come together and are now their own like X-Men unit. But yeah, you got to check it out. So it's about a group of people that everyone's starting to develop powers kind of thing. They're all starting to realize like, okay, these people have their powers. Why do they have powers? Who are the nevers though? People who never get powers? We're going to figure it out. Oh, you don't know yet. Bro, I'm only on episode two. It just started. The series just started. 
So if anybody else is watching it, like, oh, yo, is it a weekly one? Like yep. they drop, that's the yep. best. Dude. Yep. HBO Max. You gotta wait for you it. You gotta tune in. So, whew, man, this week's episode, man, crazy, 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 crazy. I don't want to give it away for anybody who didn't <laughs> watch it. So, um, if you guys did watch it, uh, shoot me a DM. Let me know what you think. And, um, yeah. Bert, I know you got a good one for us. I do. I actually have two, and I, and I thought about the other one I was driving over. So one is an app, <clears throat> and I'll touch on that one first. So the app is called, and I, I know it's very popular, and most people probably know about it, but I just wanted to reiterate it because I've been using it uh, a lot, and it's called Duolingo. You use it. Ooh, I do use that. Yeah, it's a little green bird, um, and it's a very interactive. Spanish I'm and trying. Arabic. Yeah, it's a very, I don't know why you're doing Arabic, but it is what it is. We're going to get very, oil money in the future. Very, very big language. Yeah. Which but, means it's one of the most popular. So... Um, it is an app that is interactive and teaches you another language. Yep. You simply go through, do lessons, and the lessons are super interactive and they're really not hard yet. I mean, I'm only through like, I think probably three months worth of going through mm-hmm. and that's not doing it every single day, but it t- does not take a, a lot of time. Yeah, like five, and, 10 minutes. And you actively learn. Yeah. So Duolingo, Little Green Bird, um, I, I recommend it if you're trying to at least learn something, like go to a Spanish restaurant and order without speaking English. So I can understand certain phrases now. Absolutely. hundred percent. I mean, it's great. I've been able to. Yeah. Especially it, Spanish. Cause it, I, we have a lot of Spanish clients that come to the bank. You know, it's easy. Like when they start bro, saying you, certain things, you learn like, another, you learn another language. You are literally a weapon, especially like, in the job force. It's like, bro, I, I understand that. And we should, we have the capability to, why would we not? So, uh, hold me accountable. This Ask me it. about it. Um, and then you my, think we could do a whole podcast in another language one day. Absolutely not. I, I think we could. No. I can I can do a podcast in Spanish. Okay. You want to try it? No. Maybe maybe in like a year. Hola. Hola. Como estas? Adios. Okay. Um, <laughs> and then the next content rec of the week that we're going to that I wanted to bring up is I know TED Talks are a super famous thing. <laughs> so I for my job I was I was assigned to listen to a Start with the Why, and it is by Simon Sinek. It was a TED Talk. It's an 18 minute video that you can find on YouTube, and it's called Start with the Why. And it, it honestly shifted. It's awesome. The way it is awesome. It shifted the way that I approach and think <coughs> about my value, my value proposition, and what I'm delivering, what I'm selling, what I'm doing. So the whole basis of it is is how did these these uber successful companies get there? And he he focuses a lot on Apple and their why. So typically in retail, people go what, how, why. Apple goes why, how, what. Yep. And the way that they sell their products is they're selling it based on the why they're selling it from like an innovation and bettering the world standpoint, mm-hmm. as opposed to what it is like, hey, it's like, how does this actually connect with our customer? Yeah, hey, how does it connect with our base? Yeah, yeah. We're the best laptop on the market. We're yep. super high fat. No one cares. Yeah. Right. Um, like, and, and dialing yourself back to why are you mm-hmm. doing what you're doing? If you have a fundamentally sound reason as to why you are doing what you're doing and it's backed by an ethically or like morally sound reasoning people will get behind you and you'll be successful like the foundation of this podcast yep why is to better me and you that's it and better those who are listening simply through conversation yep people who want to continue to search for that kind of stuff right um it's funny that you bring that up start with why um there's also a book that goes along with it too i'm not sure if anybody's read it but I read it the past couple of months, and like you're saying, it, it really does shift your, I guess, your focus on the way you look at certain things or the way you navigate. Pretty much, you can apply it to every every aspect of your life. 100%. Right? Even training. Health, relationships. Why? Training, like, work. <clears throat> um, the way you interact with other people. It's like, why, why am I doing what I do? Right? People who are going to a job that they say they're not happy with, 
why are you going to that job? Why did you accept the job in the first place? Was it to get you to a certain point and then say, okay, now I'm going to do something else. And you forgot about that through your journey. And maybe you need that reminder of why you're there. You know, is it you're going through uh, a physical change and you're like, oh, I want to, you know, transform my body. Why? You right. Know? And sometimes when I'm training with people, I'll start with me like, bro, if it's just as simple as looking as good and, and better in the mirror, that should be your why. Correct. For me, at a certain point, that was my why. Like, I don't like the way I look. Yeah. And I want to look better. And it was a crazy way to, to, to like change the, the shift in my thinking. Mm-hmm. And it really did, right? Yeah. And that's why I brought it up on the content, right? Yeah. Is if, if you, and from a selling standpoint, right? Like mm-hmm. people, like what are you selling or or why? If you really sit back and dial it, peel it all the way back into yeah. why am I selling this product? Mm-hmm. And if you can reconstruct it to find a very morally sound reason, you'll get better yeah. at the selling. Yeah. So as opposed to trying to make a lot of money. Or of course. If you really are trying to find a better purpose mm-hmm. underneath it into really helping people mm-hmm. or truly believing in what you are selling, yeah. you're going to be better and lead to more success. And I just thought it was cool. Yeah. No, I think, I mean, I think that's awesome because once again, it continues to double down on that, that passion side, understanding what it is that you want to do. You know, you have your, you know, why I'm not sure if you want to share, you know, on, on the pod, you know, for me, you know, I talk about all the time, like, okay, you work towards, you know, improving business, you work towards improving your financial standing. Why is that? Because with that, it gives you access. Well, for me, you know, why is that? Because it gives you access to time. What can you now do with that time? There you go. With that time, I can spend it with the friends, family, you know, people I actually love and care about. Right. And then we can work towards the thing we want to work on together. And for me, that's where I get my joy from. Right. This podcast freedom, your if, why is yes, freedom. If I get to cool. a point where we do this full time and it's like, yo, this is we're able to do something that's that we're passionate about, that we enjoy, that people can also gain from, you know, every time that they tap in with us and, and can also make it economic. Then 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 you're off to the races. Right. Yep. And that's actually I pulled that from from Ray Dalio. Right. He says, if you can take your passion and make it economic you've you've reached reached true freedom yes and yeah and and, i mean what a better message to to end it on other than talking about unity talking about ufos i mean what a what a cool podcast so far but just a sound off note is just think real quick when you're going to do something or or you're, you're looking for something that you care about why and i just thought that that was something worth sharing um with that being said again to reiterate our goal is to grow so if you have anyone you would like to see on, please interact with us, ask us questions. We are growing and we are having more listeners throughout the world. Like we got people listening in other countries, it's which crazy. is so cool. We thank you. It's crazy. We truly thank you. We greatly appreciate you for listening. And as always, enjoy the first sip.